Thomas Merton once said, Art enables us to find ourselves and lose ourselves at the same time. If you're an artist, you've felt that. You know what it's like to take that paintbrush or that pencil and move it along the canvas and unleashing your creativity onto that painting or that sketch of yours. The experience in one word, surreal. And that's exactly what I'm going to be discussing in this episode. If you have read the title, I'm going to be sharing how I discovered my art style and I'm going to be sharing some funny stories that occurred to me and some incidents along the journey. If this is your first time here, I share relatable stories every week on this podcast to help you never feel bored again. Make sure you subscribe to never miss out on future episodes. And with that being said, let's get into today's episode. I guess it all starts from the beginning as with everything, right? So let's start my history with creativity. See, the thing is, I'm, uh, I have a habit of fidgeting, right? It can be positive, it can be negative. Uh, for majority of it was fidgeting, like uh, constantly moving my body. So I had to channel that and uh, channel that energy somewhere else. My body used to channel that energy into creativity, creativity in the sense of doodling, you know, constantly having a pencil or a pen in my hand, constantly keeping the last page of my book scribbling, scribbling something or the other, you know, like making designs, making faces, making stick man, making games. So you get where I'm coming from, right? You have, when you have this uh, habit of fidgeting, when you're so creative, right? And it's not just like fidgeting and I used to just scribble, right? I was creative. I came up with creative designs and I was always coming up and going with something creative. So, and there's another thing that is associated with left-handed people, right? You know, like uh, for the right, uh, for the right-handed people, they, uh, you know, what right-handed dominant people, they access or uh, use mostly the left part of the brain and the left-handed people uh, utilize the right part of the brain. And for left-hand, uh, left-handers, it is said like the rights, they use, since they use the right, right side of the brain, right side is more associated with creativity, innovation and all that stuff, right? So I don't know how much uh, it's true. I was reading some studies again before I was uh, recording this episode to get myself affiliated on it. There are again a lot of, this, uh, the research is mixed up, right? The lot say there is that, but the, of course it's not fully proven yet. So you could just take it with a grain of salt. I wouldn't call myself as the next Albert Einstein, right? Like Justin Bieber, I was reading. He was he's a left-hander, right? So he's one of the famous people who is left-handed. Uh, let me explain uh, where this habit of mine of doodling constantly took me. Since I said I used to you, you on the last page of my notebooks, I used to doodle and all that stuff, right? Constantly scribble and something. I always doodle and drew something, and I made tons of games at the back of my book. Uh, you could call those games as studio platformer games, Pokemon games, and open city games, right? So let me explain. The thing is, I always uh, made so many games and drawings and stuff, right? So one of those games were basically 2D platformer games. Let me explain. Just think of this as a page, like a regular page, and this is lines, right? I used to draw lines, and then I used to draw stickman figures, I used to draw pits, I used to draw jumpings, I used to draw some like levers and stuff. So it's basically completely imagination, like how your 2D uh, actual game would be platformer. I used to draw that and we used to like basically play with our fingers, jump, activate the lever. And it was, we, we were really creative back then, right? I and my, some of my friends. And we used to really, we had, we had so much fun in school, you know, making all these creative, creative games and stuff. You, if you have played Pokemon as well, right? The original 2D ones, right? Uh, the Fire Red, Leaf Green, all those ones, right? The famous ones. So how, how are they, right? You just uh, one, st- one circle character moving around like this, like kind of stuff, right? I made the same games in my notebook, right? So you have this game and you have, you have buildings, we have Pokemarts, you have the gyms 
and we're moving, we have roads, we have water, and we're playing with our fingers, right? So we were extremely creative. We used to draw the, almost the entire Pokemon map, like our own map, and then we had Pokeballs we could collect, you know, and the rare candy. So we were really creative, is what I'm trying to say. And last but not least, we made open city games, right? This think of this as your book, and this is like a middle thing, like the by thing, the distinguishing the two pages. We used to draw them into squares, right? And then in the middle, basically, were the roads, and every single square was a building. And then you had cars. Basically, you could go here, here, and you could play and you know visit the entire city. So, in a nutshell, what I'm trying to say, I was very creative. But the thing was, thing is, with uh, creativity, it it all comes at a cost. And this creativity came at the cost of me using three times as many notebooks per year as compared to the other kids in my classroom. And if you haven't understood by now, of course, stationery is expensive, and my mom was extremely furious at me for doing so, right? <laughs> because I was, of course, studying less and I drew more, right? See, I, uh, I speaking of that, I also tore pages from my notebooks, right? Apart from the drawing itself, I tore pages and I made planes, right? Paper planes, of course. And we, it's not just like a standard plane, right? The standard plane, plane is basically you're folding it, your wings and that's it. No, no. We made so many types of planes, you know, like, uh, and majority of it is adopted from origami, right? Much more advanced type of uh, craft skills, which you are doing with paper and all that stuff. We made guns as well. Uh, this is complicated. <laughs> I cannot show you because I don't even have paper and this would become into an origami podcast by that point. But basically we made guns as well with paper. Paper guns, YouTube. Uh, we made uh, bent-in watches as well, right? So if you cut it in a particular way, you can actually uh, wrap it around your wrist. Again, we all kids, immature, we had, a, uh, a, you know, like young interests. So we made bent-in watches. We made the Power Rangers phone as well. You know, in the child, I and my uh, friend circle, we, are, we used to like uh, die for uh, Power Rangers, right? These were all the nostalgia, you know, uh, 2000s cartoon and all that stuff. So, and you know, like if you're a Power Ranger watcher, you used to watch Power Rangers, you know, they had this thing, like this kind of phone or like this flip kind of thing. Uh, which are, well, I don't know what they call it, but basically within they do that, they turn into their suits and they go into their huge robo form and all that stuff. So we basically replicated that. We basically tore paper and I made like a kind of a flip phone with all the power ranges and all that. So we were basically had so much fun, like we've done, one couldn't imagine. And that is how you need to understand when you're coming from your history with drawing, were you completely receptive to it, receptive to it, as in you completely hated when somebody mentioned drawing and were you the type of person like, I just don't like drawing, it's not my piece of cake and you probably draw like, you know what I'm talking about. So like, you have to understand, right? That That is one part of the population. Then the other part of the population is like me, who was extremely creative, extremely like stood up to the task, you know, always loved drawing, always did something or the other, you know? See, uh, and again, uh, basically we made tons of new and informal origami, right? Origami is basically supposed to be a very formal uh, branch of arts, wherein you use paper and create a lot of very intric intricate animals and shapes and all of the other products with that skill. We didn't attend origami class or, for, or follow origami tutorials. We basically took paper, our creativity, our interest, that is your Pokemon, Power Rangers, guns, anything, and we came up with the result. That is innovation and you, Phillips. <laughs> I mean, I keep using this catchphrase anyway. You know, it's very addictive, some of the catchphrases these brands have. Let's talk about drawing classes, right? Like, I'm talking about drawing. Of course, like, there has to be some sort of association and link between me and drawing classes, right? So let me explain this funny story, right? My mom put me through a thousand different drawing classes in my childhood, right? Now, if your mom didn't put you through any classes in your childhood, you're lucky because my mom, for some reason, if you have heard in previous episodes also, you know, she had this habit of thinking, she followed this method, which I follow now, right? So the thing was my method right now to follow and find out your passion is to 
basically you know like uh, find out every single thing i interested in and give everything a try until you find out what you actually love and what you actually good at you know like the thing that uh, the congruent that uh, that has both of it you know my mom basically did the same thing but of course she didn't put me in anything that i was interested in she basically put me in everything singing dancing drawing any 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 single skill you can imagine like a, a child goes for classes in the young ages she basically you know slapped slapped me into that slapped me as in she smacked me like pushed me into that of course no abuse anyway so what i'm trying to say is she put me a lot of the classes in my childhood right she thought i was going to be the next picasso or michael angelo and all that stuff and i attended the classes and i learned something from them right if you are going to the classes and your mom is paying money and you are actually doing something in the classes you're going to learn something or the other i always complained although right that why am I, like i can't learn what i want to right these teachers in the drawing classes again no hate on them they aren't teaching what i want to learn right i thought drawing was basically you go to them you learn how to draw like assume i like naruto i like dragon ball z i like anime characters right so i want to go to this class i i'm going to ask the teacher teach me how to draw goku and you're going to teach me how to draw goku right that's how it works right apparently that's not of the case was right i they keep teaching me as this basic geometry shapes and the stupid old classic scenery and the mountains and the you know river flowing through the middle i'm like i don't want to learn this like what what will i possibly do with this information right looking back in hindsight i was very impatient i directly wanted to jump through the advanced stuff right and like i didn't want to learn the basics right now, now i know this back then i didn't i now now that i know about it i know no matter what figure it is a human it is they all made of geometric shapes again so that is very good for identifying right if you learn a very good sketching tutorials you'll understand they draw circles rectangles and all that stuff and then they map out the dimensions and then they start making it so basically geometry is very essential even then all the the basic stuff like shadows and all your different types of pencils darkness again art is a very broad field but you need to understand what i was doing was directly looking at the advanced level and the problem was i didn't even know it was advanced right it looked cool and i thought i could do it thing is you need to understand it was advanced for advanced you need to understand the only way you would understand it was advanced is if you understood the basics because once you understood the basics you would understand oh this is the basics and if this is what constitutes that you know like this is a part of that these geometric shapes is go is what goes in the uh anime character right his face is a uh, uh, you know like oval his uh, chest is like a rectangle and all stuff right basic geometrical shapes so yes this is the basic that will help me reach to the advanced if i would have known that earlier i would have actually given it my you know like full effort or like conscious effort i was taking it so lightly i'm like watch i mean like, i'm i'm waiting right i was taking it so lightly i was like when will the teacher teach me goku i want to draw <laughs> master ultra instinct goku i don't want any geometric shapes and i see this is how dumb i am right this is how dumb i am and these are perfect situations to understand sometimes you need to be smarter which i wasn't apparently let me explain i think also uh, coming back to the next topic going to the next topic that i was naturally good at drawing and let me tell you how i identified that i guess you are naturally good at something if you are already having this base level uh, head start among others and that is the natural inclination towards it that you like it if you don't like it then it's very unlikely that you're going to be good at something right so i always liked sketching drawing and all the other basic things that are uh, associated with art right so i was definitely inclined to it and then the uh, cause supplementing fact that i was good at it let me explain i always drew better than the people around me and by that i mean my school like person uh, and uh, speaking of that my dad is actually a fantastic artist right he he drew uh, draws very nicely i uh, whenever i so we, i i i don't know if i've learned it from him or something but yeah he definitely draws very good 
other people probably weren't interested as i just said that's why maybe a contributing factor to why i was so good in it because i was genuinely interested and actually put the effort so because the drawing was a compulsory subject in school until a particular date right so we had to do all the sceneries all the shadows all the pots and all the everything which had been told i always drew good because i was genuinely interested and i actually put effort into it before the actual submission date and i gave it my all right no wonder i got the highest marks in my art grade compared to everybody else who despised drawing right not everybody but the most people right they despised they hated drawing they were sucked at drawing they just didn't want to draw there was no chance that i would have any competition right now other people who drew as well good but i'm talking for the vast majority i e the 75% of the students in the class on the, i on the other hand loved it as i just said it gave me a chance to unleash my creativity on a particular topic on a given assignment i always got the highest grade in drawing school but now comes the sad part too bad it got removed as a subject as we reached higher standards i guess it was just taking too much time in a in my day to day schedule right because drawing takes a lot of time right it's not like you just draw it once right because you have to draw it from the you have to draw the base model first then you have to refine it refine it refine it you know like uh rub it a lot of times and you have to outline it again then you have to color it then you have to shade it then you have to it's like it's a, it's like a very very tedious process if you the see this is art and this is uh like basically i'm saying that your hard work and the your perceived art how good it is is very directly proportional the more effort you put in the more this you uh, you know like you have more better you will come up with work is what will come up with right that's why we have this videos on youtube they say drawing uh, xyz character in 1 second 10 second 10 minutes and 1 hour so if you notice the 1 hour version looks so cool because the artist had that much time to add so many details to make him more detailed and give it much more effort is what i'm saying so in a nutshell it took a lot of time in my schedule and since i so it's not just because of me right now the, now the school didn't go like no 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 i feel like rahil is wasting too much time on drawing no we have to remove this as a subject otherwise rahil won't study right no 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 that was not the case i i genuinely don't know why they removed it as a subject because like i think and and the problem was i think as the syllabus keeps changing fully random at this point i've given up on my syllabus and my education system but you need to understand actually it was personally nobody was interested in drawing right what happened that year was In the beginning of the year, the teacher came in, and the teacher gave the entire list of topics that they wanted for the entire year. This was probably in the uh, eighth grade. Every, and the moment after the teacher started writing the topics on the board, everybody was like, "Ah, you know, like, mm. everybody was like, they, you know, like their booing sound, like, oh, you know, like they were despising it." The thing with me was, I was so excited deep on the inside. Being the nerd I was, if I would have raised my voice, people would have started throwing tomatoes at me, right, from the from the tiffin box that they had bought. So I didn't say anything. and i started drawing right i started you know like they said in advance what they wanted and i was like back to back to back you know i was on work half the throughout the year we get the news that the the drawing subject has been removed from our syllabus along with some other unnecessary subjects i'm like how can you just remove a subject and a couple of periods in the medical middle of the academic year i was genuinely oblivious and apparently what happened was some, again something happened which i have no idea what happened but apparently what happened was <clears throat> my drawings went to waste right because the subject wasn't there there's nothing to be graded on and all these hours of me filling the book in the expectation to get another chance at that peak performance and highest grade went to waste everybody was the happiest they threw their books like in the garbage they were like thank god and the, the rest of the year was simple right that period for the art period they couldn't replace it with something else right it was there in the timetable it was like printed everywhere so it was there Only difference being it was a free period the rest of the year and I was still sobbing till the end of the year secretly in the corner of my room knowing the hundreds of hours I wasted trying to do these assignments and everybody was like I'm so happy you know like they removed the drawing subject I finally would have to waste so much time and I was like 
I wish somebody would have told me earlier. You know, like it is some it's something that you put so much effort into it, and then you realize like it has all gone into waste. Let's move on to the drawing anime characters because, as I said, I love. If you heard from the previous drawing classes story as well, I won't. I'm super into anime characters per se. Right? I I barely find much time for me now to watch anime right now. But I used to watch tons of anime in my childhood. Right? I feel like my possible favorites would be Naruto, which I must have completely forgotten at that point. And a little bit of Dragon Ball Z. I think Naruto stopped and Boruto is going on. But uh, yeah, Dragon Ball Z is still going on apparently. Uh, okay, Le- okay. Let's talk about some of the characters I've drawn. Okay, here's Naruto. Um, here's Boruto. Um, here's Goku and here's Sakura. If you're watching the audio version, I've put up my sketches on the screen so you can watch them on YouTube. The link is in the description as always for the audio version to my YouTube channel. See, due to a short shortage of time, I won't be able to showcase every single art piece that I've drawn. Okay, it's not possible. Okay, but I will say this: that I drew tons of anime characters and drawings and uh, cars and vehicles, automobiles, buildings, superheroes with my friends in class. I mean, I, even if I speak about it, right? I was genuinely very intrigued by Pokemon in my early ages. Although now I don't play it or don't have time to watch Pokemon. <laughs> and for some reason apparently ash doesn't age you know anyway so what i'm saying is i drew tons of pokemon right i used to like look at the pokemon and draw it in my book so i it's for it started basically the simple way right from the back of my notebooks i started drawing one two pokemons i found this guy you know like the next class who had this book full of pokemon and if you know it's easier to draw from other person who has already drawn a sketch than to draw it from an actual like uh, from the tv show right it's very filled with shadows colors it's very difficult to draw I just got hold of that guy's book. I borrowed it. I took it home, and I drew two hundred Pokemon. And then I realized I couldn't fill it in my maths textbook. The teacher wouldn't be happy, so I had to make a separate book. And I drew two hundred Pokemon, all the Mega versions, EX and Y versions, everything. I drew so many books. Uh, I'm saying uh, Pokemon, and I filled an entire book with so many Pokemon from all the regions and all that stuff, right? And I really loved that experience. I think I still have the book. If I'm, if I find it. If I find it, I'll put the photos up. A little bit of those photos on my Instagram story. So make sure you follow me. Link to my Instagram is in the description. It will be on my story if you follow me after this episode, of course. Let me so let's talk about time lapses, right? If you know, uh, let me first uh, put the time lapse of me drawing Boruto, the one you saw earlier. The here's the time lapse of me drawing Boruto. So time lapses look definitely cool, right? The thing is, time lapse is like the person is drawing really quick, you know, like, and you can see the entire thing going fast forward because sometimes art and everything takes hours to make, right? And so we don't have time. I used to watch other great artists do time lapses, then, right? It is simply both satisfying and very addictive to watch. As you're seeing the time lapse right now, I think you hope you're understanding how I'm drawing it, right? The paper which I used during the clip was. to prevent smudges uh, apparently I, i learned it the hard way if you don't use a paper or something there is a glove also right for special artists which only covers the uh, bottom half of the palm right the bottom half of the palm and it is uh, it comes on your pinky finger and it uh, is basically like a half like a pinky finger a uh, half palm i don't know what it's called but basically you can artist whether very professional artist or if you very serious about it it prevents smudges but again if you want a cheap solution just tear a piece of paper put it on the floor and put your palm on it and keep make sure your palm is on it and then you're sketching so if your uh, hand will move smoothly because of the paper on the paper and it won't smudge anything because your hand can get sweaty and your hand has moisture and all that stuff so when it rubs it can get uh, mess up the your outline your pencil smudges and all that stuff right some basic tips is what i wanted to say let's talk about different art styles right see after watching different people draw different art styles it intrigued me right if you notice 
on instagram there are also these posts right there is this one character let's take creators for example right then uh, they basically some animators draw creators in from uh, this cartoon this cartoon this cartoon so basically the character is the same but according to the art style of different cartoons they draw a different variation of that uh, character right so it's basically the same way and it's not just about the cartoon variations right there are basically so many different art styles out there and i want to introduce you to some of the art styles again i might have the pictures on the screen if i do i'll have put them up uh, while i'm reading the description so that you can get a very good example again there are very uh, there's tons of art styles out there but there are some these are the main important ones that I want to let you know and at that time i want to tell you as well what is my art style my art style was as i said in the beginning of this episode doodling and doodling will be here on the screen i let me explain <clears throat> doodling is the act of creating drawings in a unconscious or unfocused manner while it may be considered rude to doodle during classes at school or in a meeting at work doodling can actually be incredibly beneficial for many doodles uh, for many doodles consist of repeated pattern or designs familiar to the doodler so again i hope you saw the image right there it is basically a very uh, simple example of doodling right there are many other art styles except doodling as well some of them are photorealism or hyperrealism it basically means whatever drawing is so realistic you know so whenever people make these drawings wherein they are so realistic right it feels like it's so real i could touch it you know like so much detail is gone into that that is called photorealism or hyperrealism that is a form of art let me explain photorealism is a genre of art that encompasses painting drawing and any other graphic media in which an artist studies a photograph and then attempts to reproduce the image as realistically as possible in another medium that is on the canvas right now he looks at a photo or a person and then he uh, reproduces it on a, a photo then architectural is another uh, art style in architectural you basically draw very detailed monuments and buildings you know basically i'm not talking about the blueprints for buildings although i think it may be included i'm talking about just drawing of uh, buildings and architectures and all that stuff right an architectural style is categorized by the features that make a building or or other structure notable or historically identifiable it is a subclass of style in the visual arts generally and most styles in architecture related closely to the wider contemporary artistic style and let's move on to the next i think this is the third last one the anamorphic but we could call anamorphic uh, uh, this art style as kind of 3d you know like when those illusions are there when the uh, when the hole in the paper which he has drawn it looks 3d or the fish probably is looking 3d on the paper all those stuff you know some kind of that illusion on the 3d is called anamorphic let me explain anamorphosis is in the visual arts is an ingenious perspective technique that gives a distorted image of the subject represented in the picture when seen from the usual viewpoint but so executed that if the viewpoint from a particular angle or reflected in a curved mirror mirror the distortion appears as the image and the image in the picture is it is complicated sometimes the definitions are very too complicated to comprehend but you get the example as i just said some 3d images let's move on to the second last one that is fashion fashion is basically you know like uh, fashion designing kind of stuff you know like uh, you're basically drawing models of the clothes you know like on a sketching like how this kind of uh, you know like you know like those absurdly weird styles with models walk you know like something huge over here there's this you know like kind of stuff that is like those type of sketches you know like those absurd styles and you're basically sketching them like ideas to actual dresses that is fashion one form of art is fashion the way one dresses can represent different aspects of one's personality designers are artists who piece together garments using fabric and creativity your body is a canvas to express yourself using different colors and styles of clothing simple enough 
again pictures are there of course i keep forgetting but they might be on screen i'll put them and lastly is line drawing line art or line drawing is any image that consists of distinct straight or curved lines placed against a usually a plain background without gradations in shade darkness or hue color to represent two dimensional or three dimensional objects one of the most fundamental elements of art is the line here yeah, another example on the screen here i hope you're getting it again you can search these headings which i told you like fashion art style line drawing art style photorealism art style architecture art style you can search them up on youtube learn more about them and so the thing with i've learned with art style is that again my main form is doodling and i i could be good at it right but that doesn't mean that i'm limited to doodling that doesn't mean that i cannot draw the art styles that doesn't mean that i'm not good at the art styles right i was reading and it come i've come to know that you have to always find out your primary art style that you're something naturally good at and that you naturally like to draw like this type of category of art style right i like doodling this is the type of art style i'm naturally good at it is my primary art style and i love to do this but that being said you can carry on other art styles as well as your secondary and tertiary and work on them as well side by side consciously constantly and try to develop them as well so pick up one of these art styles or search different art styles and try to look which one intrigues you which one you think you want to try which one you want to develop and again just it's just beautiful you know again i hope my journey with like the way i discovered my history with drawing my classes my creativity give you an insight of how much of a creative person i am I and mean, probably if you are listening to this and you have had the same past as me it's probably go a good time to find out what art style you are into again if any of these images which i showed you if you are like naturally drawing not doodling you are actually drawing naturally architecture or line drawing or any other images that you are drawing right if, if that is what you are naturally drawing and you didn't know the name that is your art style that is that that's what i'm trying to say now let's tackle a tackle tackle and uppercut the question of the day the question of the day is hey rylan love the podcast i want to ask you do you like sketching <laughs> apparently some uh, they haven't this question these questions come before the episode right so they have no idea what the episode or whether i'm going to end up hating on this episode right great question first of all let me tell you that uh about the other question yes i do love uh, sketching i stopped practicing it right this is a sad part now i'm uh, i just don't have time for sketching constant podcast classes college lectures and this i don't have time and then i have my own entertainment as well like i need to breathe but of course definitely if i get time in the future i will definitely get back to sketching drawing arts and all the different kind of stuff because i just love you know it as it said in the beginning it art enables us to find ourselves and lose ourselves at the same time so although when i'm drawing art right i yeah i showed you goku right there right i drew it very recently for me almost it took me 4 to 5 hours right 4 to 5 hours to draw that but the thing was i did i although almost i put so much effort into it time flyed it didn't matter how many times i erased or how much time it took me in that process i went into the flow state i was completely immersed in drawing him and that character and 5 hours went by it wasn't slow right i'm like how long is this going to no 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 i wasn't even focusing on the time i was just focusing on the character my hand and my imagination carving him of of course i saw him on the computer and drew him but still and then the time flyed by i didn't even notice when 5 hours went away and that really shows if you genuinely like things and again i made an episode on how time flies doing the things you love you don't notice the time if you, if you don't love and you then if you're noticing it you'll understand if you're the person who doesn't like drawing you notice how boring it is and how you're not good at it how you just don't like it but if you love it that will be the complete opposite you will just not be able to stop thinking about it you'll be completely mesmerized it and you just won't be able to keep track when time flies and in that thing said that's a 